Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sick, 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 devastated, sick. And that was just the first half. <laughs> hey, welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. I am a lifelong Buffalo Bills fan, and I am devastated today, Perloff, because, well, you watched the game. You oh, wait, know wait, wait. it Try was... It. I, I went to bed at halftime. Did something happen last <laughs> well, night? I don't understand half, what's going on. You know, the first half was also awful. And I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Well, thanks, I guess. But I'm kind of sick of the sorries at this point. <laughs> Unfortunately, this has become an all-too-common refrain for this football team this season. Turnovers, killer. Not being able to capitalize on opportunities, killer. Not playing com- complimentary football, Killer boneheaded mistakes that cost you a game killer. And this is supposed to be one of the elite teams. And, you know, credit to the defensive side of the ball, Perloff. They lost six starters on defense. It has just been injury after injury. And they still were able to be representative last night and hold up their end of the bargain against a pretty bad Broncos team. But the offense is so messy and frustrating and hmm. not what you expect from someone who's supposed to be a top five quarterback with an offense that should have a top five receiver with enough weapons to move on what is a good Denver defense. I want to give them credit, but this was all about the turnovers for Buffalo yeah. and horrible mistakes where you lose a primetime game at home and basically kiss the playoffs goodbye. So you're done. You're out. Five and five. What are your, if you had to handicap it, is it done or is there any chance this team turns it around? Well, let's just take a look. They've already lost this year to, of course, the Jets to start the season. They lost to Jacksonville. That was in Europe. They lost at New England. Think about that. New England sucks. They lost at Cincinnati. Okay, you probably thought that was going to happen. Now they just lost to Denver. Here's what's coming up for the Bills. Jets (laughs) at your Philadelphia Eagles. Then the bye, come out of the bye, Kansas City. Then Dallas. Then at the Chargers on a short week. Then New England again, finish off the season at Miami. Find me the way they're getting to 10 wins this year, and that's what it's going to take. I can't. So I'm a little confused. It seemed like the better team lost last night. Seemed like the Bills. They they averaged eight yards a play where the Broncos were around four yards a play. The Broncos couldn't move the ball really at all. They got the ball at the 45-yard line. But now I'm starting to wonder, are the Bills really the better team? What makes them the better team if they keep doing these mistakes? Reputation. And Mm. I keep telling you that when you're like, geez, you know, the Bills are a touchdown and a half favorite in this game. It's like Vegas cannot figure out this team at all. Don't go by them. They don't know what's going on with this team. Clearly, don't go by them. If you watch and live and die with this team, game in and game out, you know that there has been problems with the offense, essentially for... How many weeks here? Go since basically they went to Jacksonville, uh, or went to Europe and played Jacksonville. I, I just think that Josh Allen, the turnovers at times can be mind-boggling, but anyone who doesn't think that he's still the future of the franchise, you are out of your mind. 
He's the best thing that's happened to this franchise since Jim Kelly. The problem to me is got to be the coaching. And I think McDermott is a good coach, but sloppy, sloppy, not prepared. Mm-hmm. Three days in, in England where you come out looking flat. Whose idea was that? The 12 men on the field last night is <laughs> the end-all, be-all of bad, awful decisions. Like, I don't know if they deserved to win that game. Troy Aikman said they didn't. I don't know about deserve to win. I just watched the Cleveland Browns lead a game for five seconds that they won. So talk about deserve. No. That doesn't matter. But... The fact of the matter is they cost themselves in so many instances. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're playing the Broncos last night or you and I were out there suiting up against them. It's the same frustrating game. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the better team definitely lost. The, the Bills, I was watching the game, and I kept texting you, oh, you're fine, you're fine, you're yeah. fine, you're fine. Yeah, thank and you. I was trying to live bet the Bills the entire time, but I never got the odds because nobody thought. And they did basically have the way. They, they kind they of did. won the game. They won the game. I, I got to imagine that was hard. You that think? is not that's not the best way to lose. There's well, something about having the win with the missed field goal at the end and then having it pulled back. That's got to hurt. You know, it does. You'd be right about that. It does hurt. It also hurts when you have a third and 10 on the final drive where Russell Wilson is facing a third and 10 with under a minute to go after he had just gotten sacked out of field goal range. And he does a smart thing. Listen, I'll give it to him. This is savvy. If this was on purpose, this was savvy. Where he just basically throws a ball up, ends up underthrowing the receiver, and it's an easy defensive P.I. Easiest call the officials all night. And it put them in field goal position. Then Will Lutz missed a 41-yard field goal. Bills had 12 men on the field. He move it up. He nails a 36-yarder. I mean, yeah, thank you, Manny. A couple other issues that I am... Dying to needle you about. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think Cortland Sutton was in on that touchdown? Oh on my the, gosh! All uh, right, so Cortland Sutton caught one right in the right on the sideline for the really was that the only Broncos touchdown? Yeah, no. they, they had another one they at the end, one. right? But that was the key play of the game. Was he out of bounds? I don't see. I, I don't. Here's the thing. I want that touchdown to count in the grand scheme of the NFL. Okay. You know, like I want someone who makes an all-time incredible play just because a pinky toe was off on a blade of grass. Like I want that play to count because I think you should be rewarded for making spectacular plays. These athletes are unreal. Like we think we could sit there and you know, we're sitting on the couch. We think we can do half of the stuff we can. They're amazing. So I want that play to count like for all of us. I hated that it counted last night against Buffalo, <laughs> but I, I want that to count, like a neighborhood kind of play. I'm okay. cool with those. Uh, there is that. Do you think that the Bills should have benched running back James Cook after no! he fumbled on the first play? <laughs> no. See, I think that I disagree a little bit on that because it really seemed to motivate him the rest of the game. How about this? You're a professional athlete. That motivates you. And he was <laughs> doing such a great job running the ball. They went away from him for full stretches because they get in love with just passing the ball and this hero ball stuff. But... When he when James Cook ran the ball on five straight plays yeah. for the last touchdown drive, the go-ahead touchdown drive that the Bills scored until Denver came down and kicked the game-winning field goal, like James Cook is is awesome. I don't understand why they never reward this guy in the, in the red zone. How many touchdowns do you think he has on the year? Three or four. One. How many do you think he scored all of last year? Two. They never reward yeah. him when he's in the red zone. I, I just think everything about this, like, the vibes are off with the team. It has been since training camp with the weird Stephon Diggs leaving and coming back. The team is poorly. They're not executing. Mm-hmm. 
moments like last night with 12 men on the field is absolutely unforgivable. And, like, <laughs> that's it. The, the margins for error to win in this in this league are so small. Right, give me a positive. Give me something. What did you cut? Was there anything last night that made you feel a little better? Dalton Kincaid had some nice plays. Give me something. I thought, actually, I thought the defense held their own considering how many injuries they have. By the way, they had all those injuries, but they were sending a wave of former Pro Bowl uh, pass rushers at Russell Wilson. Oh, I know. Well, uh, the Leonard Floyd, who may or may not have been the culprit on the 12 men on the field. Yeah. No one wants to call him out because he's playing like his hair's on fire, and he's actually been excellent. Vaughn Miller is a rumor. Did you hear the – I was just in the hallway. Yeah. I heard an interesting thought by the great Boomer Esiason. Sure, who former his, MVP. His conspiracy is that DeMar Hamlin was actually the person to blame. It could have been DeMar, too. I he's mean, someone who hasn't played a lot all yeah. season, and then he was thrown out there uh, to play defense, and perhaps he forgot his special teams assignments. Situation. I mean, Ooh. he has played special teams a little bit this right. year. But, yeah, you don't want to blame DeMar. They're not going to do this. Like, the Bills will close ranks, you know? Yeah. Like, that, that. this is – I doubt that any yeah. – besides the dig stuff from training camp, like, a lot of this stuff doesn't leak out of there. But it's a big save by Sean. Sean Payton and his run the field goal team out Smart. policy. Smart. It was obviously stupid as all get out because they missed the field goal. Well, but the idea, like that's the that's the one thing you have, right? Is try to confuse the Bills and maybe try to draw them off sides or whatever he well, was he trying w- to do. He would have been so it worked at the end of the first half. He would have been the goat in the not greatest of all time yeah. goat if they had missed that field goal like they did. Well, everyone said, "Well, you obviously you're scrambling out there. You cannot get." They missed two, uh, you know, botched two extra, yeah, points, extra points too. So I think there was. I, I honestly. I think there was a lot of negative on the Denver side. I think we all disagree too. We can get into that later. I don't I care. Was, I yeah. don't care about the negative. <laughs> they won the game. Their their season is they're four and five. They're not going anywhere this year. Who cares about Denver? I mean, I'll talk about it if you want to. This is all about Buffalo. This is a team that's a Super Bowl contender that is gonna miss the playoffs. Guys, like heads are gonna roll here. This is going to be shocking probably to people outside of Buffalo, but the head coach get fired. The offensive coordinator could be gone immediately. Like, it is a major look in the mirror time in Buffalo. Yeah, offensive coordinator, this was actually not a terrible game for him, though. It's not his fault they fumbled. Uh, no, but is it kind of on the coaching? Like, I, I, sometimes mm. I can't tell with these sort of gaffes. Like, the fundamentals are not being executed on a simple handoff. Like, you can throw the ball and whiz the ball down the field for these complicated mm. throws, and you can't hand the ball off at some point. I do think the coaches have to be responsible. I don't the know. The players uh, and the coaches. I, I, it's weird to blame a coach for a fumble. I don't think Pro Football Focus will look at it that way. Who cares? I don't want to hear from Pro Football Focus right now. They're the ones who keep telling me the Bills' <laughs> offense isn't the problem. Well, they, it's the play calling and the offense are, have been a problem all year. Whether they were last the ball night, they will last night. Did they? Josh yeah, they had 177 they yards. Based, they lost 24-22, and you know they had four turnovers. What does that say to you? They should have. They almost won the game with four turnovers, meaning they they were far better team the entire game. They should have lost by three touchdowns. They had four turnovers. I think at some point you have to be able to score when you need to score. Right, which they and did. And they don't play complimentary football at all, Perloff. It's either they're running the ball for five straight plays or they're no. passing on three straight plays. Like, I the, just... The fact that they lost the turnover battle 4-1, to one, it was 4-1, to one, right? Yeah. 
and had a lead going into the final second of the game says to me they were by far the better team. If you take out those four turnovers. Yeah, cool. Let's do it. How do I we just, surgically uh, remove those four turnovers well, and change was, the ending of this game? Sometimes things happen that are a little fluky. <laughs> this is a team that needed, <laughs> let's not forget, that needed basically the refs to bail them out to beat the New York Giants at home in prime time. You know, Gosh, like that the was Giants, this season? That feels like a long time ago. Yes, and that was with Tyrod Taylor, where they actually had a representative quarterback, but still, like, it's it's bad. I think also when it comes to the Bills' conversation and whether or not turnovers were the difference and can we remove them to this, from this performance, the Bills are a turnover team. Yes. Like, I think that's the problem, is that their, their DNA, their identity is to turn the ball over yep. two to three to even four times a game, and I don't think you can separate that at this point. Maybe you could say, well, if they just cut turnovers down, they can win these games. I don't know if they can, given the, the, the format, the mm. way they're playing right now, the DNA of the team. It just feels like they're not built to keep the ball no. on their side. I, I Usually, I love when Josh Allen gets the first interception out of the way in the first half because it's kind of like it's comforting. It's like, all right, well, here we got the first one out of the way because we know it's coming at some point. Mm-hmm. You know the interception's coming. And instead, it was two. Now, one was not his fault in that first half. Like Gabe Davis, like you have got to catch the ball. You know that you have someone throwing lasers. How do you not how are you not ready for this? They're never ready. That's a thing. They're never ready. And they're not a team that's really like awesome playing from behind. Even though they did end up tying this game last night. I'm just I'm, way, they're not I'm a out huge, of ideas. They're not a huge fumble team. They're a huge interception team. <laughs> right, turnovers. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, well, the, thank you for that. I think you have to separate the two because there's obviously one problem where Josh Allen keeps throwing interceptions and everyone's talking about it. How many years has he led the league in it? Uh, well, Trevor third. Lawrence did two years uh, his rookie season, but maybe la- last year was Dak Prescott. But he's right up there. And here's the thing. The fumbles are a problem. Well, not this year, but the fumbles in the red zone last year were a massive problem. So it's it's always looming, like it's always right there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think it was fluky last night. I know that doesn't make you feel better, but this. I mean, the Broncos were dying to give that game away. Oh, they were all night long. They they had every opportunity in the world. They got the ball at the Bills' forty-five yard line every time. Have you ever seen more one-yard passes in your entire life well, than the Broncos? Here's the thing, Perloff. <laughs> though, if you have a team that's begging to give the game away, a good team takes it. And it doesn't matter if they've had three or four turnovers earlier in the game. When you have that moment, when it's winning time at the end of the fourth quarter, a good team finds a way. And the Bills did not find a way I would because argue, they were sloppy. I would argue analytically that's not true. Well, I don't care I would about say if analytics you, right now. If you lose, I mean, this is a cliche, but if you lose a turnover battle, you're losing most games. Of course you are. Of course. So a good team doesn't find a way to overcome four turnovers to one. That's a very rare occurrence to win that game. And they almost did it. So almost. explain uh Great. Explain, your cho- explain your choice of wardrobe right now. I'm a little confused. How did you buy a buy that t-shirt? Well, I'm frustrated and I didn't feel like burning one of my Bills t-shirts today because honestly I think it's bad for the environment. Probably shouldn't burn stuff like that. So Martin <laughs> in engineering was good enough to give me some red tape and I've X'd the Bills t-shirt. Just red X. <laughs> I'm not gonna wear a paper bag over my head because I still have a show to do. Red X on the Bills right now. Thank you. Wait, is this acceptable fan behavior? Are you denouncing your Bills fandom? No, I'm showing how displeased I am with the Mm. fact that they are probably going to miss the playoffs. Like, that's unfathomable to me coming into the season. Unfathomable. You are too good, and I know they've had injuries. I get that. But the defense, like, they're still holding their own. If the offense was even playing to half of what they're capable of, 
They'd be fine. They'd be leading the division. Anyway. And changes are going to happen. I just feel like, I know Josh Allen is the superstar of the team. I know he's the franchise. I, I just, and I know Ken Dorsey is, you know, kind of, you know, public enemy number one in Buffalo. At a certain point, I just feel like if you're an elite quarterback, I don't want to hear any more about the play call is a problem. Like well, you're playing Josh against, doesn't say that. I know. He, I know he doesn't say that. But like you're playing against Denver Broncos, you're playing against some of these, mm. you know, middling teams. Like at a certain point, like I can't remember the last guy I could think about honestly was Aaron Rodgers at the end with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Too Elite quarterbacks, we don't talk about saying, well, they're being held back by their play caller, and they'd be good if only their play caller. Well, okay, but EJ, here's the other thing, though. It's about, like, harnessing the good things about a guy like Josh Allen and trying to minimize the bad. And it gets reduced down to this very simple, I think, lazy take, which is you got to let Josh Allen be Josh Allen. It's like, Mm. no, 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 no. You can, but let's not pretend like he's sitting there playing with one hand tied behind his back. I think a good coach and offensive coordinator can harness, like, how did Brett Favre, the ultimate gunslinger, win three MVPs and win a Super Bowl and get to another one? I mean, you have a coach like Mike Holmgren who's able to channel, and that's when you'll live with the bad because of the good, right? Wait, wait, but last... Last night was not about play calling because they outgained them significantly. The Broncos can't stop anybody from running ball, so they just handed. Last night, so they the play calling actually wasn't bad because they were just running all over them. Uh, James Cook did whatever he wanted. They outgained them significantly last night. To me, like even that says a lot. Like they they started the game throwing the football and they couldn't turn the ball over. And the game switched when James Cook took the game over. I could hear Maggie yelling. I could hear Maggie yelling, run the ball. ball. Yeah, but eventually against the Broncos, you have no choice. You can see your guy is running for eight yards a clip. Yeah, I know. And like, but all, honestly, like a little too late. But and you, the had two fumbles on, you had two fumbles on run plays, so running the ball wasn't as safe as you would think. Well, how about the play where James Cook is running at full speed, the ball gets knocked out of his hands, bounces, yeah. a perfect bounce, like he's dribbling a basketball right back to him. That's what I was like, they're winning. To Perloff's point, only the Bills lose that game. Thank you, EJ. That's, That's a great you, point. EJ. You know, because you think yeah. about that, that play – um, the missing miss, the fit, miss 41 yard, yard. He missed a PA. He missed a PAT. Two PATs. Yeah, two PATs. I mean, the Broncos had 10 penalties last night. Yeah, that like only the Bills lose that kind of game, which is crazy for me to say as a Jets fan. But that that was that was. <laughs> yeah. I thought the Jets played this game and win. Like they beat the Giants, <laughs> and like even the Bills couldn't figure this out. Giants might lose that game. Giants, it's I don't think we're good enough to bad. get to that point. The question think, is: Is Josh Allen the problem? I I. I will be the one who will still continue to defend him. Because if you don't have a quarterback in this league, you don't have a prayer. And I think you can change things around him, and you can try to find a coach, an offensive coach, who can get through to him better or or clean this up. I'm not giving yeah. up on Josh Allen. That'd be crazy. I know what it's like to live in quarterback hell. I know what that's like. It was 20 years of trying to look for a, quor- a quarterback. You mm. cannot give up on a guy like this. That's weird. So you're not giving up on your 27-year-old superstar quarterback at this point? Perloff, I'm telling what, you. What are you going to do? Uh, wa- what are you giving up on Josh Allen? Are you crazy? That's the only thing you guys got going. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and just, like, putting all the blame on him is what I'm talking about. Not giving up, like, running him out of town, but making him the villain here. Like, I right. can't do it. Because without him, there's n- there's nothing. Yeah, it's funny. So who is the villain last night? 
Somebody's, I think the coaching is. I think the, I think the mistakes which co- are. Coaching is it? Twelve men on the field. Okay, they're probably going to fire the special teams coordinator, but like that's just going to be window dressing. Okay. Be so better. is it McDermott? I think that he's out. Yeah. I think he's out at the end of the year because I think it's sloppy and I think the vibes are off. At a certain point, though, when you talk about the talk about the vibes, and McDermott is obviously the ultimate leader. Again, doesn't some of that fall on Josh Allen? He's the franchise face. He's the quarterback. And in fact, some of these vibes being off are apparently part of his fault. Like this whole thing started with him and Diggs for whatever reason, not being on the same page. He doesn't say why Diggs doesn't say why they say they're good, but doesn't look like they're good. Like we talk about the vibes being off. And to me, doesn't the quarterback mm. set the tone in the locker room? And if the locker room is off, okay. some of that's got to come on Josh Allen. I know, but EJ, like there, I'm not going to put this all on Diggs. I think that he gets like unfairly right. kind of lambasted for a lot of this stuff for just like, Oh, diva wide receiver. But at the same time, like, yeah, you, you, you're going to have two guys with a relationship. Josh only says the right things publicly. Loves him, forces the ball to him. Not last night. And Diggs is playing with a back injury. But not last night he didn't force the ball to him because he couldn't. But will force feed Diggs in some ways almost overcompensates to try to get him involved. What do vibes have to do with a botched handoff? I don't even know what you're talking about. This isn't a surfing movie. What are you talking about? (laughs) They botched a handoff and they fumbled on their first play of the game and then they threw it. Two interceptions in the first half. The turnovers are bad. I'm just talking about all the other things that are simmering right beneath the surface and the real elephant in the room. And the real elephant in the room, and we saw this happen. You want to talk about vibes? We saw this happen with the Seattle Seahawks. Now, they had already won a Super Bowl, so it was a little different. But you, they never recovered from 13 seconds. I Mm. honestly believe that. They never recovered from that game, losing to the Chiefs and Arrowhead in the division round two years ago. And you'd be like, Maggie, that's such a loser mentality. You're talking about a game from two years ago. Richard Sherman's still talking about Malcolm Butler at the yeah. goal line. Mm-hmm. It matters when that happens and people are pointing fingers and you don't know what to do with your anger because you had it and you let it go. And things haven't been the same since. I, I can buy that. That makes funny. some sense. You know what's funny? I, I didn't go back to that, but I actually thought that they haven't recovered from last season and all the things that happened even before DeMar Hamlin. Remember, you had that blizzard, that, yep. you know, two blizzards, unfortunately, yeah. two blizzards. The shooting in Buffalo. People, there was awful a shooting. shooting. I, I thought last season was kind of a disaster off the field that had nothing to do with them, and then there was a disaster on the field that also didn't have anything to do with them. But it just felt like that hangover, I thought, was from that to me, watching well, them play this season. Okay, but here's the thing. That was tragic. What happened at the supermarket right. is uh, uh, unfathomable, and the snowstorm was just awful. DeMar is a positive story. Right. Yes, it was fraught with emotion at the time, but think about what he's done, what the community has done, rallied around him. This guy is, like, you know, getting defibrillators all over the country. Like, that is a positive now. So I don't know if I can say that. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I mean, do you want to put his Josh Allen the problem on the poll? I, I don't think he is. The turnovers are a problem. Is he only to blame for those? No. Just like Dak Prescott wasn't only to blame for the turnovers last year, and you were screaming that from the hills and everyone else. 855-212-4CBS. Dak Prescott, number one in the league in least turnover-worthy throws this year. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, five, five. I mean, in some ways, that he's the hope, right? That, like, you see how Doc, Dak Prescott has played. As crazy as it sounds. You see how Dak Prescott has kind of turned the corner on the turnover. You say, hey, Josh Allen with a different play caller, this is what he could be. But, by the way, last night he only had one turnover-worthy throw. That first right, one was true. not a turnover-worthy throw. No, it wasn't. Yeah. Catch the ball. <laughs> oh, you're right. The, the pick on the, on the left hand, on the on the 
Yeah, corner bef- right before their halftime. Yeah, when they that, sc- was, that was bad. It was terrible. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, well, if you want to watch YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio, I have altered the front of my Bills jersey with a big red X through it, my Bills T-shirt. Let us know what you think. You watched the game last night. Are you sick like me? 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. Did anyone else hear have conflicted feelings last night uh, when the Bills lost to the Broncos because I felt bad for Maggie, but I also knew it'd be great content for our show. So I <laughs> was a, I was a little bit a little bit happy. Sorry, is yeah. that bad? Uh, well, for you to admit it, yeah. I mean, maybe say that behind my back. How about just say it to EJ and Manny and Bogus? You have to tell no. me. And we all high-fived this morning already. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> this is uh, because an angry Maggie is fun for everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you lost. But being selfish here, that was probably one of the better outcomes of last night's terrible well, I'm football just game. Going to tell everybody that this might look like coffee. It's filled to the brim with Jack Daniels. And two, I'm just kidding. And two, we're it's only defi- halfway. We're, totally, yeah. <laughs> we're definitely doing breakfast order this morning. And if they could get me a Bloody Mary and some type of ice cream sundae, I don't know what I'm going to be feeling <laughs> at the time. So whatever they can bring. Spike's not here, so I'm sure drinking a yeah. job, we can get away with that. Yeah, and yeah. he's he's all yeah. He, he this. He'd understand. That's I mean, true. Sixer fans, you understand. Like, no. you keep losing in the second round of the playoffs. No, no, now no. they're not even going to get mm. to the playoffs. Sixers fans don't care anything like you care by about way, that this. Was a, that was a Perloff move by Maggie to mention, like, oh, you know, you Sixer fans and all yeah. you're losing. Like, Perloff always does that with the What aboutism? Yeah. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Maggie's turned full heel this morning. No, no, no. There's nothing. Sixers fans, trust me, this is real pain what the Bills are going through. Thank you. The Philly has the Eagles and the Phillies. They don't need the Sixers. What does Buffalo have except the Bills? Sorry. Well, thank you for keeping telling me that. Um, you know, this is an interesting one in the chat. I want to find YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio and Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Pine Needle saying Josh Allen is not elite enough already. See, that's the kind of thing. I love you, Pine Needle. You give great uh, contributions to the show, but I refuse to believe that. Uh, he has got a turnover problem. Definitely. I still believe that he's an elite quarterback. That's why I'm not piling on Josh Allen today. And he deserves to get all this criticism, but he's he's the solution. What else are you going to do? You have to harness this in a positive way. All right, Perloff, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. What did you have to say? Uh, oh, could, I also, later in the show, I want to talk about Russell Wilson, who you guys think played well. But Russell Wilson, there's two analogies I, I want to give real quick. After the Bills, yeah, unlimited... After the Bills' pass rushers blow away all their blockers, which happened every single play yeah, and over-pursued. Yep. Yeah, they got every single play. So Russell got to move up in the pocket because all the pass rushers are 20 yards downfield. So he starts to run, and it looks like it's going to be really good. And then what happens? Is it quicksand on that field? Why is Russell Wilson he's, so unbelievably slow at this point? He's 35. In this 35? He's not 110 years old. What is Isn't happening to Russell Wilson? Well, he's had it's a couple 30, injuries. It, like, I... I is this going to happen to Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts where they're going to slow down to yes. this extent? Of course. Hopefully tomorrow for Jalen. I can't imagine Lamar Jackson at 75 years old could outrun Russell Wilson last night. This, s- it's s- impossible. I've, I watched Michael Vick play for the Jets. Trust me, it is possible. Yeah, the, you're going to slow down. And what you have to hope is that you can turn yourself into and find a second phase of your life as a quarterback once you can't run anymore. Like Cam Newton couldn't do that. But you're hoping that savvy enough between savvy arm strength pocket awareness that you can have a uh you know second half of your career 2.0 version i think he slowed down unusually and this game if if the broncos miss that field goal like they did before the 12 men on the field penalty 
I think there'd be heat coming down in a completely different direction on Sean Payton because third and eight, I mean, how many four-yard passes on third and eight can you watch him one night? This offense is completely uncreative. This is Sean Payton. Did you think you were going against an offensive genius last night? I mean, no, but... I did think that they did enough, clearly. Like, they just they let the really Bills didn't. keep imploding. And they, the, the special teams was was bad. I mean, you missed two PATs, you missed the 41-yard field goal, and you get bailed out because the Bills had 12 men on the field. Like, I don't see the Broncos blowing teams out to begin with. Their defense has actually come come around with Vance Joseph. Yeah, except that the Bills, when they actually didn't turn over the ball, kind of moved it pretty easily. That's true. Anyway. But uh, they forced a couple. They forced at least two of those. Well, three fumbles one that James Cook yes. actually recovered by the ball ricocheting off the turf right into his hands. You're right. They did force those fumbles. But it, it's interesting. On the road, that is definitely not a game your Bills should lose. Captain Obvious. <laughs> Thank you, Pearl. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I just <laughs> wanted to remind you that. just in case. Yeah, great. And they're 5-5. Five and five. They get the same record as the Raiders. And the Raiders is like mm. pop, maybe trending in the positive direction and they've got, you know, new coach and everything. But it's like your same record as the Raiders. Raiders. Like, you Raiders. are what your record says you are. If you think the like, Raiders are trending in a positive direction with the Chiefs and the Dolphins coming up next, I'm not sure that's going to last. The Bills have your Eagles and the Chiefs coming up after the Jets. Thank you, Manny. I love how yeah, but the Bills reinforcing. <laughs> I know. It's a tough schedule. Actually, the Bills played the Raiders, right? That was... That yeah. was the recovery game after they lost pretty. to the Jets, which another, someone else in the chat, might have been Pine Needle again, said the team, the team, the season was off with that opening loss to the, to the Jets. I don't think that's true, but... the Eagles lost to the Jets, too. The Jets will get you in an ugly dogfight. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here yeah. with some headlines. Maggie, how are you today? Um, Been better. Yeah. How's that, Jack Daniels? Uh, headlines <laughs> are sponsored <laughs> by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. The Bills were about to benefit from wide right. Will Lutz missing the game-winning oh kick from 41 <laughs> yards out. But there was an extra bill on the field, so Lutz got a second chance. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So now you're five yards closer. So it's a 36-yard field goal from the right hash. Kick is up, and it is good. At the gun, the Denver Broncos have won here in Buffalo for the first time since 2007, when they also won on a last-second field goal to win 15-14. to Ah, memories. This time it's 24-22. The game winner also set up by pass interference with 29 seconds left. It would have been 4th and 10 from the Bills, 45 without it. Josh Allen, three turnovers as his team falls to 5-5. and Sucks. Shouldn't have been in that position in the first place. Um, It's a lot of bad football. A lot of bad football. The Broncos, meanwhile... On a three-game run, they're up to four and five on the season. Russell Wilson throwing for 193 and two scores. The Rams expect Matthew Stafford to return from his sprained thumb Sunday against the Seahawks. Justin Jefferson will ramp up his practice work this week, but no guarantee he'll play on that bad hamstring. And Derek Carr remains in concussion protocol, but his shoulder is fine. Head coach Ennis Allen also saying Michael Thomas's knee injury, Marshawn Lattimore's ankle problem, quote, fairly significant but not season-ending. A nice finishing kick from Jason Tatum in Boston. A double-team Tatum. He gives it up to Holiday. Holiday was four on the shot clock. Kick out Porzingis. Going to go across court. Tatum will beat the shot clock with a three. That rattles home. Good night, everybody. So EJ's drinking as well. Cedric Maxwell, uh. Sean Grandy, Celtics Radio. Tatum scored 17 of his 35 in the fourth to close out a 114-98 win over the Knicks. The Kings outscored the Cavs 132-120 for win number 400 for head coach Mike Brown. The Raptors turned a 23-point third quarter hole into a 111-107 win over the Wizards and the Bucks topped the Bulls 118-109. Giannis 35 points and 11 boards. Men's top 25 action Number two, Purdue down Xavier, 83-71, with Zach Eady posting 28-11. and And third-ranked Arizona handled Southern, 97-59, but number 21, Villanova, losing to Penn, 76-72. Yeah, baby. 76-72. The At the Palestra. Hopping last night. Greatest uh, greatest basketball arena in the country. I, re- I really want to watch a game there. My girlfriend, it's that's her, that's her uh, alma mater, and yeah. like I'm dying to get to a game there. Yeah, this is what eighteen fifty or something built in Philadelphia. It's still around. That that's crazy. The Penn beat Villanova. Explain that one, Bogus. Well, so they scored more points. Kyle Neptune. Yeah, yeah. They they led the whole way, and it's kind of a home game for them. And then oh, yes, also my buddy Kyle Neptune. Right. So it, for Villanova, it kind of felt like they blew the game at the end. What team does that remind you of? Uh the Knicks. Oh, I was thinking the oh, Bills. Oh, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah that was a good Unne- one, folks. Unnecessarily. Ravens. We're all talking about the Bills. This <laughs> yeah, morning. obviously. Bring up the Knicks. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't have R.J. Barrett, by the way. Get well soon, buddy. Go ahead, R.J. Uh, Oreo shortstop Gunnar Henderson, Arizona right fielder Corbin Carroll, unanimous rookies of the year. The fifth time in history that's happened. And the Blue Jays named DeMarlo Hale their associate manager under John Schneider. Not sure I've heard... Uh, that title before in baseball. He's not the bench coach. He's the associate manager. And on ice last night, Colorado got a 5-1 win in Seattle. Nathan McKinnon, three assists. And the Oilers got their first home win, 4-1 over the Islanders. A goal and three helpers from Leon Dreisaitl. Maggie, back to you. Gently. I'm sorry, blacked out. Mm-hmm. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I'm sure other things happened yesterday. I, <laughs> I'm sure other things. Is that me? 
from before. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the Bills are still a <laughs> touchdown favorite against the Jets. I'm telling you, Vegas doesn't know. Vegas knows. Vegas actually, the Bills uh, beat the spread last year. This year, they're three and six now against the spread. But they can't figure out Colorado, and they can't figure they, out. They Bumble. seem to bounce back pretty hard after these losses. There a chance they, they come... lost last week. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> they and lost to the Bengals. Yeah, we're gonna need you to really understand that. But, it's been like six straight crap games. Yes, Some of them the they've offense. won, but. Six like this is the, this is now a trend. But could they do what they did <laughs> in Miami, thing. where they could come out and beat Miami forty eight twenty something like that? You that's always seems to be possible. I think the problem is that may be possible, but then another three or four crap games in a row are coming right after. That. <laughs> yes, yeah, thanks. yeah. What happened? Okay. Also, you're... who's been beating? Who's been beating the Jets like that? Who's been no blowing one. them out besides no the Cowboys? And I was going to say, like, I think it honestly, if turnovers are your problem, I think the Jets are probably the last thing you want to play. I know the Jets can't capitalize, but the Jets take the ball away. Of course they do. That's what they got going for them. Well, I feel like the Bills have to be super careful next week against the Jets. <laughs> like, try. Yes. If I'm the coach, I, I give them one piece of advice. Don't fumble the football. I mean, let's get McDermott out, you in. <laughs> yeah. Guys, guys, guys. What could go wrong? Guys. Huddle up, guys. Huddle up. Yeah, when you hand the ball off, try to put it in the running back's stomach <laughs> yeah. and then hold on to the ball. Yeah, I could come. Or else you're getting benched for three for three series. Yeah, and then by the way, the Bills. What is the Bills' play call? By the way, roll against your body, Josh Allen, then throw a dart twenty-seven yards downfield, and that's our offense. Yeah, spider two, one banana, eight five five, and the tailpipe, eight five five two one two four CBS, eight five five. Thank you, folks. Uh, coming up, sure. Uh, Russell Wilson back? Question mark. <laughs> let's talk Russ. Yeah, let's do that. Unlimited. 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. Maggie Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, that was something. That was something. Cortland Sutton, I mean, body control yeah. to have every toe inbounds. And I can't even be mad at the Bills when the Sierra song's playing. It's just such mm. a banger. Sutton, by the way, mentally weak. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> fumble. I mean, Came out of left field. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, about? that fumble at the end, that's one of the reasons the Bills got yeah. the lead. Sutton always finds a mistake, too. He's so good. Mentally he should be weak, much though. Better. But the fact that he followed through on that touchdown play, that was amazing. isn't that like the no, total he, opposite? He should of be, he's one where he should be a superstar, but he makes key mistakes at key times. Last night kind of hurt them. He had a fumble uh, that was totally yeah. inappropriate. But again, the Bills fumbles with the story of the day. I thought the Broncos did not have a great game. I feel like they, they kind of won in spite themselves. They, I feel like the Bills lost more than the Broncos won. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get there with you, but like the Bills, the, the expectations for the Broncos were as low as humanly possible once they lost 70 to 20 to Miami. Yeah. And to be fair, in back-to-back weeks, they'd be what, the Chiefs? And now yeah. they beat the Bills. Let's hear on the from. Road. I know. Let's hear from Sean Payton about the team's ability to bounce back from the bad start. It's the NFL. I mean, you credit these guys. You know, there's a little toughness to this league. Um, you know, I keep saying it. There's that fine line between a groove and a rut. You know, and you gotta um, you gotta bow up a little bit, and uh, and you gotta demand it of each other at practice during the week. You know, you win during the week, and and I felt like. We've been practicing during the week better, a lot better. And uh, if you do that, you demand that of each other, then Sundays become a little bit um, less chaotic. 
Well, I mean, to be honest, you had 10 penalties in the game, and you missed two PAT. Maybe the special teams might need to practice yeah. a little bit more. And it was a Monday, too. But. To the victors go the spoil. <laughs> uh, here's Russell Wilson on beating top AFC teams the last two weeks. Well, we know what we can do. Um, we got to come back to work this week. Um, we're going against a team in the Vikings at home who's been playing some really good football. We're going to enjoy this win, though. We're going to celebrate. Um, you know, we're going to uh, have some fun. And, uh, you know, this is, this is a huge one. This is a good football team we just played. And uh, obviously the past couple of weeks we've been playing some really good, good teams. Um, so to beat the Chiefs, beat these guys, um, you know, sets a standard of who we should be and who we can be and who we're going to be. It's spicy. There's a chance here, a very good chance, that the Denver Broncos are going to have a four-game winning streak. They beat Green Bay. They beat the Chiefs, as we mentioned. They beat the Bills last yeah. night, home for Minnesota in a primetime game. I mean, with Josh Dobbs, who we all love, the pastronaut, but, you know, this is a good Broncos defense. They could absolutely have a four-game mm, winning streak. I don't know. about. you think this is a good Broncos defense? I, I do, actually. I think, you know, maybe, again, it was because once someone lays 70 on you, yeah. I think your expectations go totally out the window. But I, I thought that they were, you know, they were making plays last night. Yeah, they, I mean, They were last forcing night, turnovers last night. Again, they let up eight yards of play. The Bills, if they hadn't had those turnovers, probably would have won by two touchdowns. I think you can run on the Broncos, as Troy Aikman pointed out repeatedly last night. So, Minnesota, two-and-a-half-point dogs here. I wouldn't. Nothing is guaranteed with this Broncos team because they play very, very close games. They're not blowing out anyone. Do you know what's interesting about them? They could have just completely gutted the roster at the trade deadline. They tried to trade Sutton. They right. tried to trade Judy. Nobody wanted them. And then every all these reports came out this week. The entire league was going after Patrick Sertain. Probably your Bills. Definitely the Eagles. So it's the fact that they didn't give away all these guys at the trade deadline because they couldn't get the deals they wanted means that, hey, you're right, they could trip into the playoffs. Let's go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Keith is in Seattle. Good morning, Keith. How are you? Ah, I'm a fellow Bills Mafia member and feeling your pain. Let's put it that way. Rough one. I've been a Buffalo fan for 50 years since O.J. Simpson played for them. I've followed them with passion. They've always let me down, but I keep on coming back for more. And... Yeah, I think you can relate to that because it's going to be glorious when I finally win a Super Bowl. Oh, God. It's going to be the best time I've ever had in my life. So I get your compassion. I really do resonate to that. You you guys have grown on me as listening to you in the early morning, which I'm doing. And it's it's just so painful that I got to... Go through this time and time again, but as a loyal dog, I keep coming back at the feet of my team and I say, "Hey, give me what I want," and someday they will. Yeah, hopefully, Keith. It's that it's that dirty four-letter word, right? That keeps all of us coming back. And thank you for the call, Hope. And goodness gracious, they haven't beaten it out of us yet, <laughs> but somehow you still have some hope. Uh, Friend of the show, Eric Stengel, former showrunner for the David Letterman. You may have heard of that show. Said, Maggie, I feel for you. As a Chargers fan, I can tell you the best thing you can do is lose all hope. Then you'll be pleasantly surprised when things work out. Yeah, expectations are the enemy of sports fandom. So are you ready to go there? Uh, I think it's gone. Playoffs, I do not see. I'm getting used to the idea that this is going to be a lost season. And I just hope that, you know, there's no, like, knock on wood, catastrophic injury for Allen or something that kind of blows away the offseason or something like that. And I think changes are coming. 
So yeah. I don't think you can go through a year like this with these kinds of expectations and not have big changes. Like this will be the Black Monday surprise with Sean Dermott getting fired. Sean can you, McDermott getting fired. Can you convince yourself this is a good thing that it's going down this way because no. they needed a change? No, absolutely not. You kind of need to bottom out to rebuild. No, I, I, a, a couple things here or there, this is a championship team. And the problem is, is that you don't get these kind of gifts often. And by gifts, I mean you have you had a moment where the Patriots, after 20 years of dominating the division, finally go in the toilet. And you win the division three years in a row. And you just don't have that much time in this league generally. You know, like some great teams do, Patriots, Chiefs, whatever. But generally, you don't have a lot of time in this league where you get these opportunities. And they blew all of them. Yeah, but Josh Allen's 27, so you might have 10 more years. I hope so. I Peyton Manning took a while to get his first Super Bowl. You know. It's Peyton Manning, though. Yeah, I mean, jo- yeah, but Josh Allen's in that conversation. He's top five quarterback in the league. I mean, I mean, Peyton Manning I mean, might be one of the best though? quarterbacks of all time. And I, mean, I think I mean, so. I mean, he's I mean, probably been top five in voting before. MVP. No, I mean, like right now. I mean, when we talk about Zach, uh, Josh Allen, we've talked a lot about is, is he still elite. That's my question because we talk about him being among those top guys. But Ooh, that's a good did question. You watch an elite quarterback last night with all the mistakes. I, that he didn't look elite at all. At all. He well, hasn't looked elite this season. It's the turnovers. He is elite, but it's the turnovers, and you can't have a conversation about him without talking about it. Okay, the only thing that's going to make me feel better today is having you listen to the most ridiculous Jim Harbaugh sound bites from yesterday's press conference. These do not disappoint. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.